Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be so when it hit that out in the sides in the mean, mean time. I'm just dreaming of tearing you apart. That is hammered out to deep left field. Forget about it. Big fly from Mike Trout and the Angels have tied this one up in Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. As always, with. Dan Garcia. We're back for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. And on this edition, we actually got some games we can talk about, some preseason. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Some exhibition scenario games. Because yeah. if, if you guys were watching these games, it got kind of, if you like walked away towards the end and then you came back and you were like, wait, I thought the game was over. It wasn't over. <laughs> it was, that's a funny, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it was, extra, it was fun. Extra stuff with some rules changing that I think mm-hmm. would be pretty cool to see. Yeah, I mean, what better time than now to kind of implement these little scenarios and stuff like that? And it's an exhibition game, you know, right, so exactly. just really to get so. them tuned up for the Angels. Obviously, on Friday will be opening day for the Angels. Uh, there's a few teams that we're actually going to have some games tomorrow. We're recording on Wednesday, so tomorrow being Thursday will be Major League Baseball you know, first actual real games play for the 2020 season, and we're all excited for it. So, I mean, let's get into it. Let's get into the exhibition games. The Angels had an exhibition game on Monday in San Diego. It was uh, it was just fun to put on Fox Sports West here, Gubiza and, and Gooby and, and Victor. It was just good to see the Angels on TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if you listen to our last podcast, we asked Victor exactly how their setup was going to be and it ended up being exactly what he was saying there outside the production truck and then he ended up posting something on his TikTok about what it actually looks like on the outside and it's literally like a shipping container converted into yeah. one big workspace which is pretty crazy but yeah it's just cool to hear those guys back and and see you know you, you watch the KBO and then maybe you hear a name like oh okay I remember that guy when he played here or there but it's it's really cool to actually start seeing and hearing the names that you have grown to appreciate and, and cheer for over the last you know handful of years yeah crazy um actually the other day I was like doing a a deep dive of the KBO rosters and I was watching the KBO like the first month of the season when they started and then I just kind of fizzled away just because, you know, like you said, I didn't know, recognize the names. I couldn't invest my time into a team. So I didn't really, like, keep watching. But I wanted to see the rosters. And um, you know who's playing over there? Addison Russell. Yeah, signed he just a contract. Signed not yeah. Too long ago. yeah. He didn't start, but he's there now. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like, he's a guy that well, you... he got into his own troubles. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure he did. But, 
But that's a name that, like, wow, had I had he have started playing when I was watching, I might have stuck it out just to see him play, you know. But right. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about the Angels. They played the Padres, and at again. Petco. At Petco, not a very high-scoring game. I think it was one nothing yeah, up until, well, like, the seventh inning or something like that, right? I mean, yeah, it was one nothing. I mean, the score really didn't matter, I guess. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I took away, and we can, you know, if you have something different, go ahead, but um, was Griffin Canning on the mound. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, six innings, um, you know, three hits, uh, only two walks, but the thing, too, was that he got to 76 pitches, so mm-hmm. you're thinking – you get up to that 75 pitch mark ish right now. That probably means, you know, his first start, you know, coming against Oakland, you probably feel comfortable about him going 80, maybe 85 pitches. So that, I think that was a good thing. Oh, for sure. Especially being the first time out and facing not your team because you do pitch different. I don't care what anybody says. You do pitch different to an opposing team than you would your team in a game like scenario. And I'm using air quotes. Um, but I like the velocity that he had. He looked real free and loose, which is something that I was kind of worried about. I was gonna, I was kind of worried like how is he gonna react because what ended up happening was he started spring training. I remember he pitched like one of the games, and then all of a sudden he's he's shut down. They gave him that PRP shot, right? Yeah. And um, that's the same thing Garrett Richards, um, Garrett Richards was doing until he eventually had to. Until it didn't you know, work. I mean, that's the thing yeah. with the PRP. Is you like just you, never know. You take it. Yeah. And you hope it, it fixes, and, and some for some people like. Right now, Griffin Canning and Tanaka and right. uh, Tanaka is probably the, the most significant guy to do it mm-hmm. where it works. Then great. Then you know you don't have to worry about Tommy John. But then for a lot of guys um, like Garrett Richards, who was pitching in this game, which right. was pretty yeah, that's kind of kind of weird. Oh, you're uh, right. Um, they didn't mean it, to do it that. Didn't work. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so everyone's different and that also too i think the same day we hear that uh, justin anderson had to go down for tommy john for this year so right. that's gonna hurt the angels bullpen i mean that was a depth piece again i don't think he was gonna be a guy that was a seven eight nine inning guy but he was definitely a guy that can come in and give you a solid inning when you need uh you know someone in the fifth or sixth to get out of a jam so um that kind of all happened monday what else did you take away from the game against san diego um you know, I'm not. I mean, other than Griffin Canning, uh, the 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 lineup. I just was kind of curious to see where they were going to put people at. Um, they continue to put Matt Dice at third base now too, trying to give him reps over there. I know he played a few games there last year. Um, so Matt Dice playing third base is something that I don't know. I don't know if I expected it, considering that third base. I I, I see more of a Fletcher over there. I see a Lestella being over there. Obviously, Rendon's going to be there when he's healthy. We'll get into that in a minute, but. Um, not much, not much takeaway from that game because it was just like a one nothing game right. the whole way I mean, through. It, but it was cool though too to see something we kind of talked about when the Rendon signing happened is like what you do now with Fletcher and Lestella, mm. and one of the main things we talked about was first base, first base, and that's exactly where Lestella played this right. game. Um, he put he went to first. Um, obviously with Otani pitching the day before in an inter squad game, he wasn't in the lineup. So then that lets Albert DH. Lestella goes to first. Um, like you mentioned, Fletcher goes to second, which you probably think that's probably his more natural position. And then obviously, like I said, Thice goes to third, which, you know, Thice playing the corners is, again, for guys like him that are kind of borderline on whether or not they're going to make the team, when you can play more positions, it helps. And you're seeing that with Taylor Ward right now, getting a lot of yeah. um, at-bats out in the outfield. outfield. Yeah, well, see, my, my – my, and we'll talk about it more when we talk about our predictions and stuff, but when – Shohei's out of the lineup, and you, and you're able to put Albert at, you know, DH. 
I'd be more comfortable to see La Stella at third base rather than have him at first base with Matt Dice playing first base. I don't think, he, I don't think he has a strong enough arm for third. I really don't think really? he has an arm to play third. Or you put Fletcher at third base and La Stella at second yeah. with Dice at first because Dice's natural position is first base. Right, yeah, so. I think I think that would be more likely to happen. But, right. um, yeah, I think your third baseman, if, if Rendon's not in, I think it, it's either going to be Dice or Fletcher just because I don't think La Stella has an arm to get. Right. And I think that's kind of was one of his um, – not down. I don't say downfalls. It sounds so bad, but one of his setbacks was his defense. And I think him at second base or first base is where he'll, he'll, you can kind of hide it the most. Right. I think once you get to third, I, I just don't think you, you do need an arm to get all the way across the diamond. And we've seen that. I think we've seen plenty of, of game or um, throws last year. The reflection can make that throw. Um, you know, Thice is, is also made a, don't forget, Thice made a great play at third to, um, Hold that uh, no hitter, right? The Tyler Skaggs no hitter. So, um, you know, I feel if Rendon and, and like you said, we'll get to his kind of uh, diagnosis right now uh, later. But you know, if he's not there, I think obviously it's going to be either Fletcher or Thais at that third base position. Yeah, and then you know, with with Rendon missing, we'll talk about Rendon in a minute. But with Rendon down, um, like you said, it gives when, you, when you're able to play more than one position, it gives you. You know, gives Joe Madden options for what he wants to do on the corners and even in the outfield. So, for instance, if like something were to happen in the outfield where you know maybe Upton can't play, and then you stick Fletcher out there, and then you have you know, and then you have Dice play third base or whatever right. the case may be. So, but that game was uh, that game in San Diego was just I was just happy to be watching an Angels game on TV and and then you start seeing oh, guys man. that you recognize. Obviously, yeah. we talked about the guys that were in the line at the begin with, but you also got to see Canning start the game. Um, Robles came in, Butry came in, and you know, and and they they brought they brought him in early so they could face major league level hitting, right? Too, and that was cool. I, I mean, liked. Robles kind of had a very up and down uh, outing. I mean, he got out of the inning, he struck all three guys out, but he did give up a walk and give up a hit, so he did kind of get himself into a situation where you're not comfortable having your closer or, or presumed right. closer in, but he was able to work out of it. I think that was the most important part. Yeah. The cool part about this game was what happened after, in my opinion. The extra inning, uh, like they they played the all nine innings and then they decided to go another uh, inning and a half. half. Yeah, inning and a half. The, mm. They'll kind of work out the extra innings rule. And if you're not familiar with the extra inning rule, is once the 10th inning start, whoever got the last out in the ninth, that person automatically now becomes a runner at second base. Right. And and it was a perfect scenario to do it in. I mean, the game was over, but hey, it was early enough. The game started at six, so it was probably Army like. Army thinks that's probably why they oh, did sure. it, knowing that ahead of time, because it yeah. did seem like um, they knew that they wanted to do this right. So early, they probably said, "Hey, let's play another inning." And then that inning was over. And they're like, "Well, our guy still needs to pitch. We still got a guy in the bullpen." Right, and that's when Middleton came yeah, in. So technically, if you, if you look, out, on, if you so. look on the on the box score, Middleton doesn't show up on there. Right. And technically, he only went two outs because they did allow him to get to his pitch count, and then um, he struck a guy out and said, "Okay, cool. That that even though it's the second out, right. that was that was it. They were going to go. Uh, that, that was going to be the third out. And they switched. Right. So, um, but yeah, it was it was fun to get some extra base. I just when I thought the game was over, I got to watch two an inning and a half more. So that was great. But it's cool. It's cool though because like it kind of gives you ready for like, oh, that's right. This is the new rule because I know when, when that rule first came into minor league game, minor league system. We were at a game at the LN Empire Six Sixers, and we totally forgot about it. Yeah, we were it. like, wait, wait, what's happening? Next thing you know, yeah. a dude gets a you know an easy single in the outfield, which you normally would think, okay, cool, the guy's on first. Everyone's mm-hmm. cheering because the guy's coming around home or coming around you know third to score on a, on a base hit like you would expect. So, you know, it's it's cool that it, it kind of shows that hey, this is what the new rule is, and if you're not familiar with it, 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 it showed, you know, it's just 
and they kind of talked about Victor and, and Gooby kind of talked about the strategy behind it too. Do you, do you lay a bunt down at that situation? Do you try to just move them over or, or anything like that? Yeah, that's, that's, that's where it's going to, where it's going to be interesting where the game really, really counts. What's the next move? Depending on, I think depending on who you have right. I mean, obviously coming up, they had, um, they had like a Fletcher coming up, right? Maybe you do bunt him mm-hmm. over because guess who's up next? Mike Trout, right? Or Mike, if Mike or Trout's Rendon up, yeah. or yeah. Pujols and Otani. You, you now your options are like okay, they're probably going to walk Mike Trout, if you he's know. The first guy up, but yeah. then you have Rendon when he's out, he'll be in the lineup. Shohei Otani might be in that lineup, so you're giving your you're giving those guys a chance to hit a ball in the air, and that's going to drive in the run. And if you're at home, the game's over. Right, exactly. So, but, yeah, so moving on from that game, Angels won, but who really cares? Yeah. Uh, yesterday they played the Dodgers. It's cool to see Dodger Stadium, a stadium that we're familiar with, too. Um, San Diego, we're familiar with, but not so much. But when you think of Dodger Stadium, you know, you it was just cool to see it in the way we're going to see it now because we are going to see it more than we've done in the last few years. We're going to play them a couple more times. And... Uh, this game, uh, Felix Pena was the one that I was really interested in watching. I liked the velocity on his stuff. I, 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 he felt he looked good. I think he hung a couple of pitches there, right. you know. But I think and remember too, he's coming back yeah, from from, from a a knee tour, surgery, tore ACL. Yeah. So, um, kind of like when we were talking about Otani and him having kind of rust on him because of Tommy John surgery, um, you can also expect some kind of rust with uh, Pena. At least at the beginning until he starts getting – I mean, with ACLs – and, and I've, I, the only experiences I've had with ACLs is football, torn ACLs, being a football coach. And a lot of Stopping times – Stopping goes. And yeah, and a lot of times, too, you might – the doctor might clear you for – like you feel conf- – or the doctor might clear you to put pressure on that knee. But until you actually do it a handful of times and you know that knee isn't going to give out, um, that can mess with you, especially as a pitcher, you know. So – Hopefully, the more and more he pitches, the more confidence he gets in his knee st- stability, and he's able to, you know, uh, uh, contribute to the Angels' pitching staff this year. So, um, yeah, he, he, you know, he only went two innings, two hits, two runs, two walks, two strikeouts, twos are wild. On I'm, I'm looking yeah. at his box score right now, and literally everything's two. Um, but hopefully, you know, kind of gets the kinks out. Dodgers just did a really good offense. I mean, they had a lot of their main guys in there, and 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 they, the Dodgers are a World Series contender oh, for yeah. a reason. Yeah. I mean. Muncie, Turner, Bellinger, uh, Seager, uh, you know, a, a lot of their main guys are in there. Mm-hmm. So it was, he needed this. So, yeah, it was a good test for sure. I mean, if you're going to, hey, if you're going to go out there and pitch and see what you got after knee surgery, you might as well pitch against the Dodgers and not the Padres, you know, not right. that the Padres are bad. You look at that Padres lineup, it's not bad. No. But, uh, but it's not the Dodgers for sure. But, um, I, li- I liked, I liked how he looked out there. I was, I was kind of curious to see how he would be after, you know, having that surgery and the recovery. Honestly, this COVID thing helped a guy like him out. It helped a guy like Kenny where they didn't f- have to rush back. Now they're kind of just rehabbing. Well, him and Otani, yeah. And Otani were just rehab back, and, and here we are. You know, here exactly. we are ready to go. So, And offensively, you know what? I mean, uh, we had, you had the back-to-back home runs by Albert Pujols and, and Brian Goodwin. Um, Otani hit the ball good twice. Just kind of just got – they got caught. Right, you know, but I like I like the ball coming off his bat. Same thing with Mike Trout; he hit the ball hard a couple of times, made outs. But it's all about getting that bats and seeing, you know, what you have and just getting ready for for Friday. Right, and exactly too. Like the the two home runs, like you mentioned, by Pujols and Goodwin going back to back. You'll take that regardless if it's spring training, summer camp, regular season. But um, yeah, you just hope that these guys are able to stay healthy. I think is the biggest part during this. Um, 
summer camp, even like when we do spring training, we talk about spring training, the results really don't matter. It's it's about who comes out healthy and, and can feel like they got their reps in. And I think that's the biggest thing right now with um, the Angels, you know, the, these last three exhibition games. There's one going on soon, going tonight, um, you know, against San Diego in Anaheim, which is going to be cool to kind of see the stadium and see what they're going to do. Because I don't know if you noticed or you kind of pointed it out to me, Dodger Stadium has a bunch of... Uh, advertisements out in the outfield, yeah. which is cool. You know, you, and we have yet to see what Angel Stadium really looks like um, when it's game ready. Right. I'm curious to see. It's actually playing in the background right now. We have no sound to it, obviously, because we're recording. But um, the one thing I will say from the two games that I watched, you know, and they're both on the road, is I didn't really notice the crowd not being there until they would hit Zoom a foul out. ball. Yeah, and then you actually you see, see it. And then you, then you see it, and then you're like, oh, man, that's kind of creepy. But... Um, as far as like the background noise that they had put in the games, like I didn't really notice it. I mean, maybe, maybe when I'm watching a real game, when there's fans in the crowd, maybe I don't, maybe I just don't notice in my mind. I'm not, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I could be, it could be very possible. Cause right. you know, unless, unless somebody hits a home run, then that's when I miss. I'm about to say, oh, you know yeah, unless like someone or, hits a foul ball and it goes into the stands and yeah. they show the stands. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're pretty focused on what's going on yeah. on the field. So, um, as far as like the artificial sound and all that stuff, it's kind of funny to me, and I was noticing it uh, last night with the Dodger game. All of a sudden, you hear like random whistles. I'm like, oh, even the random whistle guy. Yeah. Because you yeah, always go to the game, you always hear that guy, and he's oh, he made it. I'm just waiting for the Angels to have the salty nuts guy. Yeah, right. Comeback. Salty and, nuts. Uh, yeah. You know what? You know what it reminds me of the, the background noise because it's a loop. Eventually, it goes back to what you heard before, right? It reminds me of playing like Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on your Super Nintendo back in the day when it had the. You know the little crowd noise yeah, in the back is the same I heard little a lot sound. Of teams were thinking about just getting the soundtrack from MLB the MLB show, the show and just right? getting it from the developer and just play that, like right. whatever they use for crowd noise. Do right. that. Yeah. So that's funny, but uh, I didn't really. I mean, I didn't really notice it, man. But uh, yeah, and then in this game, especially with the Dodgers, um, talk about both teams really not caring who won this game. You know, at the end, there, Kelly Jansen pitched. He only made two outs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, though. They're, they're trying to get yeah. guys in to get Situations. situational. So right. um, our boy Brandon Marsh got the last out, I think, in the eighth. And when they came back to the ninth, they put Brandon on first just to have Jensen work with guys on base. Um, I'm trying to think who was the next guy up after him. Hit like a, like a double play They have a double play, but they left Brandon on Brandon second, second. Just, again, to work on Jensen getting uh, work with guys on base. Right. Which, and again, then, like, he only made two outs. And yeah, which, the game, again, and the game was over. What, yeah, which, again, this is what you are working for. It's right. a practice game. There's no reason to take it too serious. Like, yeah, you're, you're in there all, to get man. your at-bats. You're in there to throw some pitches, and, and that's about the it. The Angels could have hit eight home runs in a row, and I, it wouldn't really matter. The Dodgers could have done the same thing, and it really wouldn't have mattered. Like, it just it is what it is. Let's get these guys. Biggest thing you need to take away from this is that no one got hurt in this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's to me. That's the most important thing, and I've always said it about spring training games. Everyone's so like, "Let's go, Angels!" and I hope they beat the blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I just hope no one gets hurt because right, nothing the last happens, thing you want, yeah. right? Why would you want to get hurt? Why'd you want a guy blowing out his hammy trying to leg out a, a grounder to first base when this game doesn't really matter? You know, you're just trying to get ready for the season, especially in this little short sprint that we got here, Angels. Uh, and all major league baseball, all the teams need to get it's ready. Be so. Really interesting, man. I, I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is just. Seeing how this 60-game season works as far as – can you imagine if the Marlins get to get off to like a 20-10 and 10 start? Yeah. I mean, they've set themselves up. Exa- yeah, yeah. And it's like, 
oh my god, they went twenty and ten. Which again, during the season, anyone can do that, right? In one hundred sixty-two games, right? Though. And this kind of evens everything out. And like I think someone mentioned, if I think Seattle last year got on was oh at the out, beginning of the year, yeah, came oh, out. Oh, they hot. were on fire, dude. And, and so if that happens again this year, yeah, they're gonna wreck stuff. Because right. obviously Seattle's not looking to do much of anything, but if they get out to a, you know, twenty-five and ten kind of start, it can wreck, you know, a lot of people's playoffs and you know divisional hopes. Because again, with the way the schedule works out, they're playing nothing but AL West teams and, and mm-hmm. obviously NL West also. But the majority of AL West that's going to have a direct influence on how the division is is either won or lost. Right. Exactly. No, I I agree, man. That's the one thing that I've kind of had in the back of my mind is like man if someone gets off to a hot start or let's say the yankees get off to a terrible start the yankee or the dodgers you know they, for whatever reason they, they they just they they're not there at the beginning that could ruin their season Yeah, and again oakland's supposed to be one of these um wild card favorites but again they've had a history of, of starting slow so um if they start slow again that can hurt and then aj pug one of their starters that was you know looking to make a, a contribution if he comes out or he is out that's going to hurt the team oh no doubt i mean any any amount of time that a player is going to lose if it's if it's a, you know if it's more than a game or two that can that can have an effect on 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 everybody right now and so it's going to be super interesting to see we got a lot to talk about too about um the angels 2020 season we'll get into predictions later in the show but um, if you don't have anything else about these exhibition games, I think it's a perfect time to take a little commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have our one of the, our favorite segments of the show, or the fans clamor for it, it. It keeps on getting requested, and when yeah. it's not here, people are pissed. oh, they notice. They notice. Right we'll have away. Uh, we'll have a curator's chronicles, we'll have other predictions. We'll get into emails and all that good stuff. So uh, we'll be back when we, on the other side of the break. Hijo de su chingada madre, ay wait. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third-generation trimmer featuring advanced skin-safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Guys, I had the 2.0 and I didn't think it could get any better, but this one's better. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light that illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about the lawnmower 3.0 has changed their life. They even included pics so I could see the smoothness for myself, and they're not kidding. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. Your balls will thank you. 
there's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers, and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a beautiful day for a ball game, and we do have a ball game tonight, and we do have a really important ball game on Friday, but it's the Curator here for another edition of the Curator's Chronicles. Uh, I wasn't here last week. It's um, okay. We didn't have a, a broadcast. That's all right. Our rep. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. I was uh, climbing Half Dome in Yosemite. Don't so, brag. Just in case you were Show wondering off. or you yeah. cared or anything, whatever. Show off. I made it. So Yeah, but how, how long afterwards were you sore? Uh, I'm still sore. <laughs> oh, okay. 20 miles in I'd total. Be, I'd be sore miles. for like a month, dude. I, there's yeah. no way. I'm sore after one of our games, dude. I know. It was rough. <laughs> um, so instead of uh, usually with the Curator's Chronicles, we do some type of This Day in Angels baseball history. But have you tuned in last show? We did a show and tell where I brought a paper bag, put a piece of Angels memorabilia in it. You guys guessed, and we kind of talked about what was in it. So again... I bring the paper bag. Uh, We're going to kind of mix up the segment a little bit from time to time. Keep it uh, interesting. Keep it fresh, if you will. Yes. Uh, So I have a paper bag with a question mark with a halo on it, of course. So you guys viewing on Facebook uh, Live, you can see that. Uh, Any guesses, guys, what's in the the bag? Are we going to be able to? Okay, yeah. So we are going to be able to. Last time we. Be be gentle. Be gentle. It's really thin. So I don't know. It necessarily fits. It feels like it might be like a card of some sort. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm gonna pass it to Johnny and let John him. John will probably guess it. Well, I don't know because it's it's like you could tell it's Pretty a card or, or something along that. It's light. 
some kind of I'll say it's um, some kind of official letter some kind of official official letter ah oh, you're you're there man oh jeez it's official as it gets what we have in this bag and it's kind of weird that this stuff even exists and why you could purchase this on eBay. John, you've ever seen this. Um, for you uh, Angel fans who have been with the team for quite some time, we have Jim Fergosi, oh. former Angel player, member of the Angels Hall of Fame, uh, former manager. We have his managerial contract from 1980. You think you got it off of eBay? Fully executed and signed by the team. Um, I'll try not to show his social security number <laughs> that's on there. See, we'll wave Jesus. it real quick. Um, but it's signed by Jim Fregosi. To to it has his address stuff. In, in Santa Ana, um, a social security number, and it has uh, you know all the contract terms and all what you would expect. But it also has what he was paid. And this, you you got you know this is a 1980 season. So coming off that successful 1979 season, the yes we can the first, first title uh-huh. um, that was captured by the Angels in franchise history, they gave him a whopping. You, you have any guesses? I'll say. So we're talking about for the year, the whole two, year, two hundred and fifty thousand. 250000 I feel like this is the price is right. I'm going to say... <laughs> Higher or lower? Show one dollar, showdown. One dollar, Bob. I'm gonna one go, dollar? I'm going to go $265,000 oh for the 1980 season to be made in bi-monthly payments. <laughs> and I feel like... I think if you do the breakdown for Mike Trout's contract, oh, I think he's already about easier, 65 yeah. a game. Like, yeah. You made that easier, right? At bat, something like that, right? So... um it's crazy to see how baseball has how far it's come. He was only thirty, uh, I think he was thirty six when he managed the Angels, and um, when he started in seventy eight, he managed the Angels from seventy eight to eighty one. Um, and as you know, when he left the Angels and went to the Mets, he was traded for Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that's right. Remember and that, then yeah. he was only with the Mets for one year. And then he caught back up and managed Nolan Ryan for seventy eight and seventy nine. <laughs> so it's just kind of a kind of interesting story with uh, Jim Fergosi. And John and I were actually in the garage a couple years ago when we had Tom Duino on, and uh, he had he had a lot of personal items from he had the Fergosi family, scrapbooks from the Fergosi family, mm. which his wife um, had like all the clippings and everything that. He was involved in. There was a memorial service uh, pamphlet for Lyman Bostock's funeral. I don't know if you remember yes. going through that. And it was in Jim Fergosi's scrapbook. It was nuts. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, it looks like, you know, uh, Fergosi's wife, I I believe, almost, I think she was, correct me if I'm wrong, like an ex-wife maybe at some point. I believe so. Um, put all of his stuff on eBay or uh, like an ex-wife consigned would. it to someone. But yeah, that's um, I'm sure that's it? why they where that contract came from. But um, our friend also has the other. So the player gets one copy, and then the team holds on to the other copy. He has the other half of this contract, right? The team copy in his collection. So um, you have one piece. Tom has the yeah, other. So it's kind of crazy how it all comes about, um, and how we're holding on to it, and well, a lot of personal information, which is crazy. Yeah, address, 
social security number. He probably doesn't live there now. Wow, he lives somewhere else now. He, he passed away. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He passed away. He <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, um, no, that's that's super cool. I always like, you know, I like I like letterheads, like stadium letter letterheads, and like like. I, I love that kind of the kind of memorabilia where it's just like it's not like a baseball, it's not a bobblehead, it's a like document. Yeah, like if you're watching online, see that Angels Anaheim Stadium letterhead, all that stuff. I love that. Stuff covering too. the personal uh, coverage. I was about to say covering the social, right? Well, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Still, yeah. We don't want. I don't. Want, I don't. Yeah. I don't, don't want to. You know, be the guy be like, oh yeah, don't give him any information. No social. Yeah. No, but so. um, it's in good hands. We'll we'll make the most of it and uh, secure it. So here's my question: uh, You're gonna leave it like that? You gonna put it in a frame? I probably it... put it in a frame at some okay. point. All right. I have a Gene Autry letter in the garage that's kind of in a frame too. So yeah, I'm trying to collect all the all that letterhead and correspondence that kind of tells the story and all that. So do you think that the Angels Halo Grail is maybe that first letterhead oh. that said? Mr. Actory would like you to come to St. Louis to negotiate a radio contract for that could be it. the Los Angeles that, that Dodgers. That could be one. It's out there. All right. Cool. Well, that is another edition of the Curators Chronicles. Look for us on Friday. We will be in Halo Haven. Halo Haven. The, the much-anticipated return. It's going to be part of where, where it all began. Um, but look for us. Maybe we we'll do some pregame activity, activities, pregame show. Um, stay tuned. Let's go. And so, that was another edition of the Curators Chronicles. I mean, show and tell. Exactly the show and tell version, and we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll have a, a special. Curators Chronicles exclusively on our social media feed for Friday. Um, I don't know. That's a quick turnaround for Chris. I don't know if he's used to that or not. Right. Um, I want to try to like uh, do some kind of like Instagram live or Facebook live. Uh, we can figure something out. We like, can start. Just uh, some I, like I want to involve these like our people that listen to the show or, or follow us on Halo Haven where like maybe like if you guys answer a question, right, we'll send you a pen or a, a button. Or something like that, you know. Um, I have a couple of buttons left over from spring. Actually, I have a lot of buttons left, over, a lot of stuff left over from spring training. Yeah. Dude, I went through my garage last night as I prepared it for right. uh, Friday, and I have junk everywhere, right? <laughs> but I had like four Albert Pujols uh, home run counters. I had, oh wow! I had like three Garrett Richards bobbleheads. And the crazy part, so hey, we got a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because, like honestly, we were expecting to be at the stadium at least once or twice by now as a group. Oh yeah, and give stuff away that yeah. way. Yeah, and then this whole thing, you know, the world ended. And yeah. you know, and, and we are where we are now. We still have I still have baby trout buttons. Baby trout coming that, like oh, August that, that leads second or into third. A great uh, segue. segue. Um, some news came out today before we get to prediction. Oh we yeah, yeah. Some news. Um, trout had a press conference today before the game on. Again, we're recording this on Wednesday night, so before the Padre game, and he did say he I'm is playing. playing. He is playing. That's the quote seen um, all over social media, whether it's the Angel social media, um, you know, friend of the podcast, Red Bollinger, or OC Register, Jeff Fletcher. They have all tweeted out the quote, I'm playing. But at the same time, Chad has also said that he is planning to be at the baby's birth, and the due date is August 3rd. 
Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a... Yeah. And so when I reach out and ask, hey, so what's MLB's policy when you leave for something event? Is it something as simple as, okay, you come back, you test negative. Okay, cool. You can play in that next day's game or that night's game, depending on when you get results back. And what I got back was, you know what? I'm not sure. And you know what? Trout's not very sure either. So this is something that's going to be really interesting to follow because, you know, let's just say, okay, baby mom goes to August 3rd, has a baby August 3rd. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've heard stories where labor can be like oh, 24, 48 hours. So it's right. not as simple as, oh, you didn't miss one day, come back. It's like, you know what? Expect them to be back or be out for a week. Yeah. And in the season like this... That's a that's quite a bit of time. No, it is. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna miss some. Obviously, you're gonna miss the best player in the world in your lineup. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna be gone. You expect at least a week, just because you you never expect a kid to be born on the exact date unless they induce labor. And even if they induce labor, that's not always a given. Right. So you expect him to at least be gone for a week. Um, as far as him coming back, I mean, he'll. I don't think there's a you have to sit out for. They're not in know, a bubble. That, that we know of. Well, they're not in a bubble. That we know of. Because, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, when I reached out to Red, I asked him about this. He's like, right. I'm not sure. Only because only because obviously if you're in a bubble, you can't leave the bubble. Right. Um, They go home at the end of the night. So And then they come back and they get t- tested. So he's gonna, obviously going to go to a hospital. So I'm pretty sure going to be a little more concerned about him being in a hospital. What if the hospital so, says, hey, you can't come in until X amount of days? Right. Which, I find it hard to believe that hospital isn't going to be... I don't think if, so. If you come to a hospital and say, hey, I got tested yesterday. Right. I got told today that I am and negative. And he's, he's Mike Trout. Yeah, Mike Trout. I mean, <laughs> okay. Worst case scenario, hey, Mike, you know, uh, get one of those maternity beds into your house. Right. And, and you know, Yo, you We'll go. bring the staff to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's... To me, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know the, the answer. But to me, I don't... I don't think him being gone in and coming back, I don't think they'll restrict him too much. If they do, it might be a game like, oh, no, we need to wait for your results to come right, through. Yeah, but exactly. but expect at least – I say at least a week. That's what I'm thinking too, at least a week unless some – like I said, unless some crazy rule comes up and says, hey, you need to be out for X amount of days, which, I mean, I, again, I don't know. Right. I'm not going to sit here and say it like it's yeah, going to be Yeah, we that. don't know. We're just guessing um, here. But, yeah, he's going to be out, and it's good for him. He should. And, and, you know, as a firstborn, like I said, we said before, mm-hmm. you know, I expected him to play this season. And, like, obviously it's official now that he's not opting out. But I don't think we've ever said, oh, I'm worried about it. I think we all, all of both of us had said he's going to play this year, but he's going to miss some time once the baby's oh, born. Oh, for sure. For sure. Quick side note, as, as we're recording watching the game, uh, Patrick Sandoval just threw a nasty change up to Will Myers. And, and that's what he needs. Oh, my God. When he can... When he can Control his changeup and work it off his fastball. Yeah, he's he's gonna be really hard to hit. He just busted him high and in uh, with a fastball, and then changeup just fell off the table. That was beautiful. Anyway, and this is what you can find on Friday. Hopefully, we can be watching the game as it's going on, and then Johnny can give his commentary. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's get sorry, into, Victor. Sorry, Gooby. Right. Let's get let's get into the predictions. I know everyone's been asking us. Um, we've been getting comments on Facebook Live when we do our live feeds or even just when we do this right here for our podcast. We get, what do you think the Angels record's going to be? What do you think this is going to be? Um, I guess my question to you, Dan, is going to be not so much what's the Angels record's going to be, but how many wins gets you into the playoffs? And then we'll go from there. Yeah, see, and we, we talked to Victor about this on our last yeah. podcast, and it's just so... Oh, I think I, No, I think I asked... No, I asked Trent. You this, I asked Trent this question, 
and it's so hard to judge because you just don't know what everyone's going to do in a 60-game season. But if I had to take a guess, I think I think low 40s get you a division. I think mid to high 30s get you a wild card. Yeah, because if you think about it, and 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 I and this is how I always think about it. Okay, so that to me, I think the Angels are still on the outside looking. And and in a in a hundred and sixty two game season, okay, the Angels are on the outside looking in. I, to me, at the right. beginning of the of of at the end or when we were in spring training before the season was supposed to get going, we did a prediction show with Rhett Bollinger, and I it seems so long ago. Yeah, I know. And I had said that they were on the outside looking. I didn't see the Angels making the playoffs this year. I saw them. Low, low point, just under 500. High point, maybe five games over 500. And if you think well, about it. Well, even it shows that, too, because yeah. Vegas comes out with the number, the under-over number. And, right. and I think last I saw was 31 and a half, which well, is just barely right. over half. And so that's what I was getting at. When you think of a 60-game season, 30 games is 500. So where do I see the Angels being at? I honestly don't see them getting into the playoffs because, you know, like you said, for me to kind of be comfortable for a team to make the playoffs, I would say 37 games, 38 game, 38 wins. Well, yeah, like, like that's going to probably be right. a, a wild and, card. Right, yeah. a wild card. Well, and, especially because in this division, you're expecting the Astros to right. do a lot of good things. I and mean, then the A's are always Yeah, A's well, regardless player. of what you feel about them and the cheating right. whole thing, that, no, that, no, that no, doesn't matter. Yeah, it but doesn't. you're expecting them to at least win 40. And sure. so if, so yeah, if yeah, you're, no doubt. So if you're already having your mind that the division leader or division favorite is going to be around 40 wins, you know, give or take two or three, so okay, whatever, 42. You know, the wild card is going to be around that 37, 38. Wow. Think about this. If we think the, the Astros are going to win 40 games – which teams are the, the Astros are playing Western Division teams, right. so they're, that that means that some of those wins, a lot of those wins, are going to be against us. You know what I mean? Or, or you hope not, but let's let's be honest. Like we're you know, these guys are winning forty games in the division that they're playing in, our division. So yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just well, and that's the only thing, hard to that's, say. That's the thing hard. too with the Angels, right? Playing the NL West, Dodgers are really good. They're probably the favorite coming out of the NL this year. Um, Diamondbacks. I think are a sleepy team. I think mm-hmm. they can make some really big noises. Um, and we kind of mentioned it earlier. Padres they're are young. Terrible. Are young. Yeah. And so when they get it going, I think they're going to be really good. You just don't know if it's going to be this year or, or three yeah. years from now. Um, but if it, for whatever reason, they get that young pitching staff and, and they develop quickly and they're able to put a, a good, you know, and again, with the shortened season, what are you, what are you making? Like 12 starts a year, maybe. Right. Right. I mean, it wouldn't be. I don't think it's out of out of question to have a young guy have six really good starts, and if those six really good starts happen for the Padres' young guys, they can be competing too. So again, right. that's another hard team. Um, you know, Colorado. I, I think they're scrappy. I think obviously they're probably like the third or fourth in that division, but I think they're they're offensively they're going to be a really good team, especially when you play them up in Colorado. Right. Um, but you know, San Francisco's taking a setback. But I and again, now you go back to the AL. Oakland's good. Um, Texas is going to be interesting to see with the pitching, um, you know, Kluber. Remember the whole Kluber and going to the <laughs> Angels? kind of forgot about that. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be interesting with that. But, you know, it's going to be a really hard schedule for the Angels this year. And even – you mentioned it earlier. So even the Mariners can get off to a crazy wicked start like they did last year. And Crazy and wicked. <laughs> I know. I sounded like a freaking Boston Red Sox. What the, the hell? Am I wearing guy. khaki shorts? Crazy. Wicked hot. Um, 
But it's, but I mean, dude, it's just really hard. So bottom line, my prediction is the Angels are still a 500 team to me. But it doesn't mean they can't catch fire and run away with the division for whatever reason. You, you just don't yeah, know yeah. in this in this the sixty games, man. Like anything can happen. So, um, I I say the my prediction for the Angels is they're they're a five hundred team. You know, I guess the same prediction as before. Before I think yeah. high point would be yeah, five games over. I have them at thirty three and okay. missing the playoffs. Yeah, I I just yeah. And especially, again, if Trout yeah. does miss that week or so, that's going to affect the, the team. Real quick, we're on uh, Facebook uh, Facebook Live. Brian Brian Miller, is that a Fernando's Valenzuela pick I see in the background? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Johnny has that. It's framed, autographed. Autographed and framed uh, proudly in Certificate the Certificate of authenticity as and well. Everything. So, yeah. yes, that is. I had to get that in there. I was at that game. My Dude, I'm, I'm Mexican. Like My mom's from Mexico. <laughs> And uh, when Fernando signed with the Angels, it was like a huge deal for the community. Like we packed, I hate to sound a stereotype, but we packed our little Dodge Dynasty with like six people. <laughs> and we rode to Angel Stadium. My mom, my dad, me, my brother, my Aunt Rosa, and my cousin Eduardo. We went. There you go. We went and watched Fernando Valenzuela pitch against the Baltimore Orioles. I think it was the Baltimore Orioles. I don't remember. But um, he did okay. He didn't do terrible. But uh yeah. Fernando Mania. Fernando oh, Mania ran Angel Stadium for a two game pitch, two games for the Angels yeah, in nineteen ninety one, I think it was, ninety two. So, so so getting back to prediction wise, where do you have the Angels at? Thirty I say I say five hundred, thirty games. Thirty games. What about you, Chris? Uh, due to the Joe Madden uh, plus four oh, war that, oh, I, right. that I brought I up. And I don't know if you guys God. saw my Joe Madden hat that I was wearing. I do, to. I do. Um I I say like uh, let me let me figure out my math right now. Uh, like it's sixty games. It's not hard math. 32-28. So wow. wow, he actually had him below thirty, below the five hundred. But the Joe Madden brought it up. Okay, Brad Osmus effect. Uh, they win twenty oh, games. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> think they should have gave Brad Osmus another chance. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm not getting into that. I'm just you messing. Could tweet. Johnny Mac at his personal Twitter account. One hundred percent messing around on that one. Uh, I didn't hate Brad Osmus. I'll be honest with you. I just he was thrown in a situation where it was just like, dude, we all kind of knew that Joe Madden was at the end of his contract. I think. And then you as know? soon as they decided, oh no, we're not bringing it back. You kind of yeah. Saw... So and you know, come on. But I, I just, I, it was just, you don't, you, you don't just fire a guy after a season like that, especially the season the Angels had with, you know, the unfortunate passing of Tyler Skaggs and injuries like that. I don't think you can, that Brad Aspen's got the, 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 you know, got the fair shake there, but, you know, Joe Madden became available and it was a no brainer. So, yeah, you had to. There was just no way. Not only because I think, obviously, regardless, and, and I've been the type that's like, you know, managers don't make that big of a difference, in my opinion. Right. But I do think, Whatever little difference they make is definitely an upgrade from Osmus to Joe Madden. And oh, plus yeah, yeah, yeah. the the respect level. The too. name and the organization and everything mm-hmm. like that, I think it it had a it had a it had to happen. Like it had to be a no brainer on that one. Yeah, there's a respect level there that Joe Madden brings to the table that obviously Brad Osmus doesn't. So Yeah, you know. Yeah. So other than the Angels prediction, do you have a World Series prediction? I do. I do have a World Series prediction. Um Honestly, think it's going to be the uh, the New York Yankees versus the Los Angeles Dodgers in the World Series. I mean, I, I mean, think that's chalk, but I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I think you know if you look at the NL, I think teams like the Braves and like um, 
yeah, I mean, the Braves maybe. But other than that, I mean, the NL East, I don't... I don't know who's coming out of that East, man. I mean, the Braves. The Braves, but like, okay, then you look at the Central. The Cubs are not the same Cubs. Cardinals are not the same. Pirates are not the same. So, I, yeah, I think, you know, the Dodgers take care of business. They're going to be in the World Series again, or at least in the playoffs, but playoffs are a, a shit show on their own. But they will definitely, I think, have the number one seed going into there. But, you know, the Yankees have a little harder, you know, yeah, they track. Got- I mean... Tampa Bay is supposed to be really good. Um, Boston, Boston, Boston plays them very hard. I mean, uh-huh. you know, you the don't... Blue Jays aren't terrible. <laughs> we got an email. Wow. About that. we got an email about yeah. that later. We'll get. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that later. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I tend to agree with you. I think it's going to be Yankees and and uh, Dodgers in the World Series, and you know, it's a World Series, so you never know what's going to happen. And hell, we might not even get to a World Series if this yeah, uh, goes sideways. So we'll see what happens with that. Curator, you have a World Series prediction. The Angels are going to go to the World no, Series, no, guys. No. This guy. It can happen. Um, yeah. Who's over there? Roger Lodge? <laughs> no, I don't know. His yeah, buddy. Yeah, realistically speaking, everyone's saying Yankees-Dodgers. I mean, it sounds sounds about right. So, All right. who knows? Astros? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a lot harder to Man. bang a trash can in an empty stadium, right? They'll know right yeah. away. <laughs> right? Oh, it's what if? Tough. Okay, so you're piping in sound, right? What if just to mess with them, you pipe in a, a bang every once in a while on the road and you're like, wait, this ain't us. That'd be great. That'd be so funny just to, just to kind of mess with them and be like a, a random bang in the middle of it. Talking about that, I think I, I was listening bang, to bang, the bang. Andrew Sliwa show or podcast show and uh, they were talking about just in the two exhibition games that the Astros have gotten hit an average of 3.5 batters per yeah, game. Yeah, but if you look at like the two, I don't know, I haven't the seen kids any. Kansas City... Uh, Bregman and Altuve both got hit in that game, but like one of them, I think the Altuve one was bases loaded, and I, I just think it got away from him because I don't know. I mean, whatever. And then the Bregman one, like the pitcher was up one or, or yeah one two, and then hits him. Like I think if they're gonna do it on purpose, yeah, probably, you're, right you're gonna do it right away. They're not gonna let me waste three pitches, right? And then hit him. It's like if that first pitch hits you, then it's probably yeah. So. We'll see what happens when the season actually starts and they play, again, like AL division uh, teams or even uh, the Dodgers. But, I, I mean, I think it's so long ago. I don't know if anything's going to happen with that. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Only time will tell on that one. Um, yeah, I mean, let's let's get into the email questions, I think. You know, uh, we had some questions pertaining to the season, actually. Yeah, so, so again, you can always reach us on our our email all angels podcast at gmail.com again all angels podcast at gmail.com our first one is from duncan healy our loyal loyal listener from dead horse i think he's been listening to us since like we've started he doing had this, to be, right yeah. when we only had one mic poor internet connection <laughs> uh no air, no ac <laughs> We still don't have any AC in there, do we? We have an AC. I bought a, I bought a portable unit. You remember that? And remember oh, it like yeah. it like Dude. took the power out of his house, and we were running around trying to figure. I out I dropped three hundred on that man. Come on, we got. <laughs> it. You, but you tried to return and realize you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. might as well <laughs> might keep it. Keep it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so again from Duncan Healy, what's up, guys? Curator dogging or uh, dodging out on us again, huh? Again, Chris, man, you have I'm to be- elusive. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be the most basic of questions, but how good did you feel? Uh, 
how good did it feel to watch the Angels on TV? I don't care if it was exhibition. I had fun watching it. Yeah, I, I mean, I talked about it earlier. I, dude, just just hearing the... The intro and, 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 you know, seeing the guys there at, oh, the, man. at you know, the pregame show, you know, in front of the A. Yeah. Um, you know, the guys, again, guys you have been cheering for for years are there. So, obviously, you recognize them, you're cheering for them. I, I, yeah, I get it. Exhibition, the same way I feel about spring training finally coming back on. Like when it's a regular year and spring training finally starts and they finally start televising games, I'm to feel the same way. I'm like, all right, I got to watch it. Right. At least you know until the starters bounce. But you know, I feel the same way. I, you know, I, I didn't get too wrapped up in results, but I did like the fact that uh, it was back on the TV again. Yeah, just good to and, relax. And thinking about it, like of all the sports and all the difficulty MLB and the Players Association had that we were just talking about a few weeks ago, they're actually the first sport back right now. Major, I mean, MLS has been back for a couple yeah, weeks, know, but, but like uh, major. Yeah. No, who watched that? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like we mentioned too earlier, like watching the KBO as opposed to watching, you know, I mean, obviously the Angels, we're going to know the Angels, but like if it was the Mets and the Red Sox playing, I'd rather watch that. It's teams that we know. It's teams that we just are accustomed to and it feels good the to, color i mean and honestly uh, too, feels good the, the san diego brown i'm a fan of oh i love it i love it uh, yeah. i love it dude i love it um one of i know people have always said it's the ugliest colors ever but when you see the oh, dude, Padres i have, out I have there, cousin and, and her husband's great that live down in san diego and they were all like oh, we, we actually met up before the spring training started um and they said, "Yeah, we don't have much to cheer for, but we're ready for the brown. We're ready for brown." I was yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah." My friend, my cousins are from Escondido, California. They they're diehard Padres fans, and you, their wardrobe consists of Friar uniform, Friar jerseys, and it's great. Um, little flashback to the '80s, but how you feel about the brown, Chris? Oh, I love the the brown and gold. Yeah. Honestly, because because of family ties, if I had an NL team, it'd probably be the Padres. Oh, for sure. Oh, I was just gonna ask you—is that your NL team? That probably NL my, team, bro. That probably be my NL team. If I was like one of those guys, nah, don't do that. But yeah, <laughs> but if you had to pick a team, if you had to pick a team to cheer for that wasn't the Angels, do you think? Would you say no? Nah, they weren't that bad, but the jerseys they went to when they moved into Petco, the oh, navy, the, 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 the gold, blue, the, the, the gold. beachy kind of feel. Yeah, I, didn't I think like they it. tried you, too hard. Do you feel like that's their Periwinkle? That's their yeah, Disney. That's, that's gonna be the because Periwinkle. They had that, but they the funny had... thing is, is that this is so crazy. The brown and gold. Good. You think that's kind of it's like class? The, no, the because funky? it's classic. It's and then that that because we're watching the game right now. And we're, I keep on turning back, but like that gold pops so well oh, yeah. with the brown. It's it's like a new version of the old version. Does that make sense? Whoa, that's deep. <laughs> I just blew your mind, right? Brown. But I feel like a lot of Petco is kind of designed around that. It is blue kind of feel. It is so, so that's gonna be hard, but it is. Yeah, I but, like it though. But those, it's those, the Tony Gwynn era. It's yeah. all those old memories. Well, it's their, it's at their the primary. Or not Steve Garvey, all that. So yeah, um, they went to World Series. That that I guess Petco era uniform. The remember the road ones that they had. They weren't gray. They were like. Were you a Padres uh, podcast? Or what's going on? Now? They were. They were like a gold. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Padres yeah, podcast. The all Padres, all Padres, pod- all Padres podcast. Wow. <laughs> the, the app. The, yeah, the fathers. The fathers podcast. Right. <laughs> but uh, those were terrible. Like the whole like gold from head to toe. You remember that? It was just like a gold. It was in gray. It was like a. I don't know, like a goldish. Uh, oh, it was terrible, yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's definitely their periwinkle. Okay. Moving on. Next question. <laughs> 
<laughs> from hoggers. Lamar, from Lamar Washington again, uh, another loyal uh, emailer. What's good, fellas? How concerned do you feel about Rendon? Oh, if uh, it went from he'll be ready for opening day to maybe he's missing some time. When's the where's the curator at? Again, another shout out to Chris. He's here. And and yo, Johnny, I saw you on FSW. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's making it big. Dude. Nice. What? Don't pat his ego. Oh, big dude, it's already right. padded in so many different ways. Big Goodness. time. Don't don't help him out, Lamar. Thank big time. Wow. Right, I'll so put it this way: I'm no dead weight, buddy. I'm on TV. Oh Dang, damn! Big time. <laughs> he's bringing it up. All right, so Rendon, oblique, yeah, out. Again, we're recording this Wednesday night. Came out before the before the game today. Um, out opening day for sure. They are expecting him to get him back at some point during that opening weekend um, up in Oakland. So, Johnny, as a bottle falls, how concerned are you with that oblique injury? We were kind of halfway joking before the show. Like, I've heard this before. Like, oh, don't worry. Gary Richards is only going to miss a start. He's down for the year. Uh, don't worry about Zach Kozar. That shoulder's a little sore. Uh, Zach Kozar played like eight games all, in his two-year career with the Angels. Oh, don't worry about, you know, Andrew Heaney. He's going to be fine. They're going to do a little shot. He'll be uh, He misses the whole year. So it scares me in that way, turf toe. Justin Upton last year, he missed like freaking three months. So, yeah, it scares me a bit, uh, especially with a guy like Rendon who you expect to be a difference maker in the lineup. Like, He's probably going to be – you're probably looking to him to be your second most productive bat behind Trout. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah, it concerns me a bit, you know, but it's it's right now it's day-to-day, and we can only, like, go off what they tell us, and I don't always believe what they tell us because they're not going to tell us everything. So I guess that's for them to know and for us to kind of find out eventually, and, and unfortunately we find out in a very bad way, like, day before a game where it's like, yeah, he's going to be out for, like, three weeks, and that's terrible – Right now, if that happens. Well, they have so. said they are encouraged that he doesn't have to go on the 10-day DL. So, again, 10 days. I'll take you, that with a grain of salt. You miss 10 days in a 60-game season? Yeah. That's a big chunk. But, you know, you hopefully you get him back on that, you know, Sunday maybe. Maybe he shows up for Otani Sunday. That would be pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, as you know, as of right now, it's hard to say how concerned I am. If he doesn't play in the first three games, then I think my concern level goes from like a three to like a seven. Yeah. So it's a kind of a wait and see, which sucks mm. because you're so... We were amped to watch him play. Right, exactly. You want to see the new acquisition. You want to see the new headliner, you know, and it's going to have to be delayed for a little bit. Are you at, are you at all concerned, Chris? Oh, yeah. Bring up, uh, bring up Taylor Word, you know. That's what I say. Bring up Taylor Ward. He's dice is going to play the third base, man. <laughs> weren't you here at the beginning I'm of the joking. podcast when we are talking No, about I do. Uh, I do. The Angels Ward. are, unfortunately, masters of PR, and that's what <laughs> they got to do. They got to make sure that, you know, we're not all freaking out. But we've heard the story before. I mean, I was thinking about, like, Ryan Madsen. Oh, God. You know, he signed Ryan Madsen. He's coming, like, guys. He's he coming. never played. He I don't think played. he played no. through one no, pitch. No, he didn't. He didn't. Got his money, and that was it. He did And it was kind of the same thing. And then um, with Richards, they were doing the, I think it was like PRP. the stem cell. PRP in the elbow. Yeah, all sorts of different methods. And um, it's just we've been there before, so I'm just holding on tight. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what That's happens. That's all we could do. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, again, hopefully – he comes at some point during that first four game series against Oakland. If it does, then that's great. If he doesn't, then yeah, like I said, my my concern level goes from like a three to like a seven really quick. So it, it, it's wait and see, but it sucks when you have to wait. 
Uh, next email from Trevor Billings. We got all the same names, which is cool. But same, come on, people, same guys. Yeah, email us. Hey. More the merrier. But hey, we we appreciate our loyal guys. Yeah. He says, "Hi guys, love the show. Good to know. Uh, good to have the curator back. All right, there you go. Uh, uh, Trevor Billings. There thank you. you. Go. Appreciate How that, does the season affect the Angels moving forward as far as the guys on the final year of contracts or guys on one year deals? How does this season play it out? I mean, well, it, it's just like I, a I Castro it, and yeah. Ferran I think honestly, type guys. it's just a simple question. Like if they play, they get that one year of." Um, so like Julio Turan signed a one year deal, Bundy one year deal. If they play, they're free agent at the end of the year. Simmons right. gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. If they play, they um, get that they they mirror what they got last year in 2019. So obviously the guys I mentioned played a year, so they'll get the year. Um, if they don't play, if they opt out, guys that opt out, I believe, I believe if they are not medically, you know. Um, What's the word I'm looking for that everyone's been using? Cleared? No, uh, where you're like high risk. So if you're... Under, con- you have underlying Yeah, health conditions. issues. Yeah. If you're not one of those guys, then the year doesn't count and it rolls over to next year. But if you are like a Cookie Carrasco who has battled cancer for, for you know last year, if he decides to opt out, he will still get his his year of service and, and money um, because of his underlying condition. So... As far as guys like Simmons, Bundy, um, Julio, I'm trying to think who else has, has like one year or just signed one year deals. You know, they play; they're going to get that one year of, of um, right off their contract, even if it is yeah. sixty games. And if and if I'm reading it in a different way, if you're asking, do they get another chance with the Angels? I think their play on the field is going to determine whether the Angels want to bring them back or yeah, because it's all going to depend on price. Yeah, it's you all going to depend on price. If Jason Castro you know, has a great season in the shortened season. And the angels are like, you know what? We'll, we'll reward that with another, with a two year deal to finish your career off. Right. Cause he's an older guy. He's going to be like 30. I think he's 33. He's going to be 34. So hit it. So maybe they give him a one, two year deal next year. Same thing with Tehran or Bundy. If they have a great season, and they can bring him back for decent money where it's like not going to break the bank for them. Right. Then they'll bring him back. But I think I think the issue for the Angels this offseason is who's going to be free agents pitching wise and they're going to go after the guys they want to go after and And I think I think I think at the end of this year you're going to see a lot of one-year contracts signed even stepping away from the Angels just overall because guys are going to feel like, "Well, I need a whole 162 games to show what I can do." And you know, I'm gonna bet on myself, like, because I don't think any team is gonna go offer a legit three, four year deal to anybody off a 60 game season, regardless of what the results are, just because it's again super short for results. So it's gonna be interesting to see how the free agency market and the offseason goes, just through MLB, not just with the Angels, but through everybody. Yeah, no doubt, I agree. So our last email from Jason Greenbaum again, uh, newer. Yeah. Heard his name before, but newer. So thank you very much. Again, all angels podcast at gmail.com can email us questions um, anytime. So, what's up? Hey, do you guys hear about the Toronto Blue Jay situation? Cool. Yeah. How concerning is that, curator? This is one's just for you. He even made a whole other section. Oh, oh, wow. Do you or have you ever categorized your collection? So, we'll start there first. Oh, we talked about, we talked about, um, 
We talked about, I think he meant cataloging. Right? Catalog, yeah. Catalog. Oh, catalog. Okay. I was like, yeah. categorize. Yeah, I was catalog. like, oh, we talked that about. It's so weird. And I thought about this. I'm a handful of beers in on the On the way over here, like today, I thought about this. Really? Because I thought about when I die. And I thought about where all my stuff's going to go. And it's going to be at a yard sale, maybe. And it's going to go for like a dollar a piece. <laughs> and so I wanted to make sure my wife knows that you could actually get some money or give this to so-and-so or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I give this to John, give this to Daniel, have little notes. But, yeah, I have, the wheel. I have thought about that because when I was going through all that junk uh, the last few days getting ready for um, opening day, I was like, man, this is out of control right now. Yeah. So I guess it's a no. So not yet, not yet, but it's on my radar and it's a good idea. So yeah, thanks for uh, bringing that up because that's crazy. That how long do you think, how long do you think it would take you to like, I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. waste my time on little, you know, giveaway things like that, right? Yeah, yeah. but, but like, on the big things and just to write how much I paid for it yeah. or how much it's worth or whatever. Um, and then kind of have a little journal and tuck it away so it, with my will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's funny because we talked about it when we went to go visit Tom Duino for the documentary that eventually will be released at one point. Yeah, it's gonna be like it's, it's good. I feel like it's gonna be like all these movies that are supposed to be coming out. They keep on getting pushed. Right, back, that's, pushed what back, that's what we're that's where we're at right now. Coming summer, but twenty twenty four, but twenty. You're gonna put twenty and then two question marks after. When, like, I don't know. It'll we, be yeah, when Rendon gets back. When we went to Tom Duino's house and he's got a ridiculous collection. We were like, man, he's got and, and and the thing with Tom's collection is he's got some like crazy awesome stuff that needs to be cataloged, right? I mean, I feel like he's got jerseys that need he's got dude, he had bats in his garage that were just laying there. Bats that I would have like and he's like, oh, the yeah. The bats that were leaning up against his washing machine yes. were better. <laughs> they were worth more than Holland's one that I have over here. Worth a uh, hundred times more than my car. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, like cataloging is something that, I mean, I have a little collection as compared to everybody else's, but like at some point, yeah, it'd be cool to like say, hey, this is what this is. This is a year, whatever. And it's signed by this person. And. Fran you know? Valenzuela, you got. Yeah. And you can take pictures, you know, make right. a nice little, uh, you know, send it into like Shutterfly, you know, right. make yourself a nice little book. There yeah, go. there you go. So yeah. I think it's, a, I think that's a cool little concept or a cool little thing. Yeah, that was a really good question. Yeah. So let's get back to the first question: the Blue Jay situation. So for people that haven't, no oh, man, heard the Canadian government has denied the Blue Jays playing in Toronto. Why don't they just go to Montreal, man? No, because it's it's, no, it's just a whole, it's whole, whole it is oh, Canada. Canada. It's all Canada. Just, it's yeah. not, it's just, not just the province or so. Yeah, oh, wow. It's all Canada because it's not so much that they're worried about Toronto playing there; is that they don't want um, like other teams, other teams coming in and out because they have a rule right now where if you go to Canada, uh, you have to quarantine yourself there fourteen days. Well, obviously, with the season going on, you can't quarantine yourself for fourteen days. They don't want those Americans to come in and mess everything <laughs> those, up. Those Corona Americans, and so now. Wow. Originally, they thought, okay, let's go to Buffalo because their AAA affiliate is in Buffalo. And from what I saw and heard is that it's the biggest – and, again, it doesn't really matter this for this reason, for this season, but it is the largest stadium seat-wise um, in minor league baseball. But the players didn't want to go there because the facility-wise, like where they would be, you know, training room, all that stuff, isn't major league, yeah. major league standards. So 
They were like, and for the most part, because I don't think anything as official has come out yet, they're kind of like homeless. It's a freaking Blue Jays, though. What does it matter? Like, so last no. I heard, again, Wednesday. <laughs> what they, conditions and facilities you have. They are going have. to look like they're going to play 28 out of their 30 home games in Pittsburgh. But I heard that that was next. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I heard that was next already. Jesus. Yeah, I, I read a tweet. Somebody tweeted out that it's falling apart. My thing is, why don't they just go to, like, their spring training facility in Florida? Because it's Florida, and Florida got the Rona just as bad as California does. But, I mean, but the Angels are playing, the Blue, the Padres are playing, the Dodgers are playing. Well, yeah, because... Tampa Bay's playing. But that's because they have, and again, it's AAA, or it's not AAA, it's, minor, it's the uh, spring training facility. I don't know necessarily if their facility can manage every... I don't know, but... I, that might be the, like the last resort. I mean, or play in it, play. Who cares? Play in Arizona, one of the Tempe. Play in fucking wherever. My bad. I'm sorry, I cussed. We're gonna have to. Exp- Damn it, dude. We're gonna. Like, I think we have like. I thought two, this was a kid show. We have like three explicit, and then we gotta. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but no. I, I mean, it's just kind of frustrating. Where it's just like, just pick a. Who cares? It's you say you say it's frustrating. Imagine if you're on a the team. I know. To I know. Where you're gonna go. You're in the middle of a pandemic. You can't be choosy about the the team locker room facilities. Yeah. I'm sure they're okay. So the first game of the, of the exhibition when they're out in Petco, Michael Hermosillo, if you don't follow him on, on Instagram, put a story, put a picture on the story. It says, he said, I think he said like cool locker. And it's just his stuff on the ground next to like a soda machine. <laughs> there you go. I mean, and I, I like even the angels. I don't think they're in their clubhouse. I think they get in there, they dress real quick and go. Right. Right. Yeah. They have. Uh, um, Trent said that they ha- each player has like a suite, or oh, well. some players have suites. So it's you get in, you change, and if you're going to hang out, they want you to hang out in that suite, and you know watch watch like if you're going to sit there and watch this the the squad inner squad game or even you know maybe the uh, exhibition game going on right now, you do it up in the suite. You don't do it you know, anywhere else. So yeah, that's something that's really, um, it's gonna be interesting to see what the blue Jays play. If they just go around and just, I don't know, there's even stories where they play whoever the team is, they're going to play on the road next. Like they go to that stadium They just and they play like, I don't know. It's, it's going to be something crazy. Like this whole season is going to be batshit crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely not, what we expect, like what we expected back in March when we were at spring training games. Um, this is wild, man. So, again, like but Chris games said, are starting. I think that's the biggest games are starting. Like Chris said, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Stop being freaking picky prima donnas and just play in Buffalo, for God's sakes. Play in Buffalo. Play at the AAA. Y'all were there at one point. Right. Don't big time. Don't be me. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's easy for Johnny to say. So, Again, that wraps up our email questions, and you can always reach us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Um, we do kind of look at our DMs as far as Instagram and and, and, and uh, Twitter, but the number one spot we look for to get questions on the podcast is our email. Yeah, I think they just don't get lost in the shuffle there. Right. You know, we get on our Twitter, maybe you'll get, like, we'll get... Uh, you know, retweets or whatever, and it gets lost in the shuffle. Simply on Instagram, we get things that don't pertain to the podcast sent to our DM. So there's a possibility that it if you, yeah, if, yeah, if you send us a question on your DM, 
We'll try our best to not get it lost in the shuffle, but it's easier to get lost in the shuffle there. As for our email, it's just our email for questioning. So right, we're exactly. like, okay, cool. Exactly. So Lamar and Duncan seem to get, get it right. every so. once in a while. And then yeah. you got an Easton email that keeps on popping up. I think Johnny ordered something probably from there. Or probably. I don't know. I don't know I so, you know, uh, so before we wrap up the podcast and we are going long. So if you're still listening to us, thank you. We're yeah. longer than normal today. But, um, the first thing I want to mention is that we do still we are still doing the giveaway from Aced Out Clothing, the hats, uh, the Mike Trout hats. Uh, we have actually had a really good response with it, but we are going to raffle off two Mike Trout hats from Aced Out Clothing. And how you enter is just simple. Um, Spotify people, Android users, I'm sorry, we'll figure something out in a bit. But if you listen to this on any Apple device, you can go to Apple Podcasts and, uh, and rate and review us. Um, rate us five stars, review it, uh, send a screenshot to our DMs, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or email, whatever, Facebook, whatever it is, send us a screenshot of your review and you are automatically entered in the raffle. And far as drawing, we are going to draw the names on the home opener of the Angels, which is the 28th of July. So not this Friday. We're trying to give you guys as much time as possible, but... Uh, July 28th, we will raffle again. Rate, review, screenshot the review, send it over to us any way you can, and um, you are automatically entered in that uh, drawing. Yeah, you, you could send it. You could send us a picture on our or on our Instagram. DM we got them all or... different ways. I got one in on Facebook. We got a handful <clears throat> on Instagram. We got. Uh, I think we got one on Twitter also. So send it to the email for... too if you want to. Whatever is easier for you guys, but it's easy. It doesn't charge. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. Just. Rate us uh, five stars and uh, screenshot it and send it to us. Let us know that you did that because that's important to us. We're trying to spread the word, man. I'm telling you. We're trying to get all the Angel listeners or Angels fans that are looking for a podcast. We're trying to draw them into us. We're trying to get them over here. Um, but, yeah, so, again, A-Style Clothing. Uh, if you're interested in looking at hats, again, use promo code HaloHaven for 10% off. They have Angels. They have pretty much all the major players on all the teams. So if you have family members that are Dodger fans, um, Giants fans, San Diego fans, they have players there. And again, use promo code Halo Haven for 10% off. Exactly. All right. So one last thing before we go, and we had mentioned it on our podcast before that, you know, uh, a couple of podcasts ago that uh, Tyler Skaggs foundation.org, you go on there and donate and, uh, uh, Daniel and I bought and if you were watching us on Instagram live we both have on our Tyler Skaggs Foundation shirts that we purchased back when they released these shirts first um, run first run and we received them right away they they told us they were shipping them on the 13th and we got them like two days later um, really cool Nike shirt if you guys want to buy one of these shirts you can go over to TylerSkaggsFoundation.org and you can buy it on there or if you just want to donate donate but Daniel had a good idea for us as a uh, podcast and as uh, Instagram Halo Haven to give back. So you want to run it down for everybody? Yeah. So I had an idea to kind of pay it forward. And I don't know, you know, Tyler again was our first major league interview. Yeah. Um, but not only that, Carly, his wife, mm -hmm. um, had followed us for a lot longer oh, yeah, than yeah, I thought. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I remember. So, and then I thought, you know, I remember like one of the first times we did a, a podcast. When yeah. We, we went live. live uh -huh. We, you know, we recorded blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, Johnny's like, did you see who jumped on the live? And I'm like, no, 
So Carly, <laughs> Carly who? Carly Skaggs. That's 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 you know. I, I, they weren't. Uh, they might have just gotten married. Maybe or they, I don't think they were they're, married maybe, quite yet. Maybe they're engaged. But anyways, yeah. um, he's like, yeah, that's you know, uh, uh, Tyler's uh, girlfriend. I was like, no way. I was like, yeah. So she's been a, a, a supporter of ours uh, for a long time. We I'm still in communication with her. So. I kind of want to figure out a way to give back, but kind of give it back in a way that it ties into the season. Obviously, being a six-game season, it is short. Um, but the idea I had, and I think, and Johnny agreed with me, is that I think what we are going to do again as a podcast, as a, as a fan, as a fan page, uh, Halo Haven, is that we are going to donate one dollar for every strikeout the Angels pitchers throw this season. Um. You know, it's a way to give him back. Again, the Tyler Skaggs Foundation, um, if you don't follow them on Instagram, they have their own page. Check it out. Um, their first kind of major community event was uh, giving meals to kids during this pandemic where, you know, not all kids are getting meals now. They depend on those school meals for their lunch or right. or breakfast or stuff like that. And, and they set up shop and they gave out meals to kids and so um i think their biggest thing is just keeping tyler's name involved in the community any way possible and i think um that's a great especially now that's a great uh, uh um mission if you will mm-hmm. so again um we are going to donate one dollar per strikeout at the end of the year um all the strikeouts the angels throw so hopefully um you know angels have a great year hopefully there's a lot of strikeouts and, and even too um i kind of you know, this part was kind of still up in the air. You know, Angels make the playoffs. You know, as an Angel fan, maybe we bump it up to five five dollars to strike out in the playoffs. Who knows? You know, I mean, it's just it's just a way to pay forward. I think it's a good way to keep his memory alive. He was so involved in the community, and this helps out that cause. It helps out the fact that you know, if if we're able to, if the Angels are able to strike out a bunch of guys, and we're able to make a significant you know contribution. You know, maybe we do help the community. We, we maybe we help you know provide you know lunches Meals for kids or, or, yeah. or community center needs something. You know, any little speck that we can help with, I think keeps Tyler's memory alive. Like that, I think that's just the best way to honor his name is, especially per strikeout. He you know you know he was he, that's what he did for his job. He's he was a pitcher. He struck guys out, and I think that's just fitting. Like. Personally, you know, that's and, the best and, way to and do and it. And there's been times too where we better tried, than just donating, right? Yeah. And it makes it fun too because it, yeah. you know, you're invested in the game, and then maybe we'll come up with a, a strikeout counter and we'll update people a meter, every, yeah, every uh-huh. week or something like that. But um, you know, Chris has been really active in the community too. He's done, you know, a, a, a toy drive. Johnny with the bearded villains have mm-hmm. always been really involved in the community, and I think. For us, Halo Haven, All Angels Podcast, I think this is a really cool way to kind of uh, start that. Yeah, for um, sure. Start that up with a guy that, again, um, it's like paying it forward. You know, he didn't have to take out time out to talk with us, and he didn't have to, um, you know, arrange his schedule around us or anything like that. Or, or even, you know, even after this interview talking, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I have a ball signed um, that year. I, I tried. I don't think I got everybody, but I got the majority of people that we had interviewed on that podcast i got right. their signature sign so on a ball i have him i have uh i have uh, uh brandon i have 
uh, I think I have Chris Rodriguez on it. I, I have Joe on it. Like so, right. for him to take some time out to do that, I, I you know it, it was special and it's kind of stuck with me since then. So that's kind of our thing for this right. year is that you know a dollar per strikeout as uh, for Angels pitchers. And and hey, you know I haven't talked to you about this, but hey, if our listeners want to help donate to 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 the cause on our behalf as well. Feel free to send. And again, in a, like I, I understand that the times right now yeah. are kind of tough. If 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 you can't, no problem. Like, Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. but if and you if can, it's just, if it's just five dollars, if it's yeah. just ten dollars, we'll add that, it to our bucket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's that's a great way of we'll putting it. We'll add it to that, our pot. Yeah. So yeah. Um, donate if you can. If not, again, we 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 understand the times right now are really tough for a lot of guys. We have been lucky. I've been lucky enough to where I haven't stopped working, and Johnny's back to work. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, that's kind of our thing. I kind of threw it around and, and Johnny was more than, and, um, you know, and happy the, for it. And some of the money that we make off this podcast, Can, like yeah. some of the monetary gain that we, that we get, like, it's not crazy, but again, we're not making, we're not yeah. making house. We're not we're making house mortgage. payments. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Hey, that, you know, why, why not use this money for that too? Right. You know? So it's not like, you know, uh, it's like a no-brainer almost. Yeah. Where it's just yeah. like, let's just do it, yeah. you know? So, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But if you guys want to check out uh, the foundation itself, um, it's at Tyler Skaggs Foundation on Instagram and TyderSkaggsFoundation.org on on the web. Um, T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, where you can buy everything. Sweatshirts. Hoodies. I yeah. think they have some for women as well. So, I'm, really, I'm, I'm not lying to you guys. This is Nike. It's great material. And it's an awesome shirt. If you're going to donate, why not go ahead and buy yourself a shirt? And that way... You can probably wear this and other people can say, hey, where'd you get that? And maybe they'll buy one and donate to the cause as well to keep Tyler Skaggs' memory alive. So Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, if you have anything else. That's it. Um, that's going to wrap it up for this week's uh, show. We'll be back next week. We'll be on some kind of social media Look platform on Friday, Friday. Opening day. For opening day. I am Johnny Maggs. I'm Down Garcia. He is Chris Security Johnson. And you've listened to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply.
Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.